the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. We've done our back to school. It's been a little bit different. We've seen some winners and losers in retail. The winners seem to be heavily skewed towards technology services. The losers are any store that you have to go into. Within reason, that's a blanket statement. Apple, big winner today. They've done a stock split. Tesla, big winner today. They've done a stock split. It's it's surreal. It's I'm not going to make a TV show about it called The Surreal Life with Rob Black, but that's how I feel about Apple and Tesla. Apple's up five bucks today. But if we go back in time to Friday, that's like being up $20 because they did four for one stock split. Tesla's up $40 today, but if we go back in the time machine to Friday, that's like them being, oh, good golly, up $200. The big get bigger. Tesla's marching towards a trillion. And I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you to go buy it. I'm just saying that's what's happening. And a lot of people think Tesla marches to $1.5 trillion in valuation. And I'm not telling you that's what I want. I'm just telling you that's what the momentum people are telling me right now. And again, Consultant Broker Advisor, Nick and Action on Stocks, ever mentioned on the show. I look at the rest of the market. I'm not that impressed today. Uber's down. Well Tower's down. Wells Fargo's down. Rocket Mortgage is down. Like, it's not that great of a day. And yet the NASDAQ's up 77 points, up two-thirds of a percent. But the Dow and the Na- and S&P 500 are off their record highs. Okay. And for the record, Dow's not at a record high, but at a yearly high on Friday. You see where I'm going at with that. Uh, Johnson, Johnson Tire. So we are dealing in a world, just deal with it already. We are dealing in a world right now that is post-COVID thinking in the sense that last week we got big news out of Abbott Labs that they can do a 15-minute test. Um, that's super positive. A rapid test is, is good news for the airlines. It's good news for the cruise lines. It's good news for movie theaters. It's good news for schools. In theory, in theory, I'm not, I'm not projecting my own personal shortfalls into the healthcare world. It should lead to openings. It should lead to travel. It's a little bit early to book that flight, or is it, is the question. So Microsoft is lower, as is Walmart, as is Oracle, the three companies most often mentioned in a potential deal with TikTok. TikTok, 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 Chinese company, social media company, wildly popular. I think it's fair to say that Facebook was TikTok at one point. The kids started using it and mom and dad started using it. It ruined it. And then the kids started using Snap and, well, that it's okay. But TikTok has got some stickiness to it. And there's rumors that there will be a last-minute Chinese suitor 
pick up TikTok or last minute non-Oracle, non-Walmart, non-Microsoft company to swoop on in. Get a little bit of Fed talk today, but last week's talk out of the Federal Reserve Chairman, Alan Greenspan, no, it wasn't Alan Greenspan, Jerome Powell, Janet Yellen, Paul Walker. Like, you can name your favorite economist, and sometimes they're Federal Reserve presidents and leaders, right? So Jerome Powell is like, we, yeah, um, I think we're going to look at inflation a little differently. Yeah, 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 we got, yeah, we're going to look at it a little differently. Yeah. And Wall Street kind of got a little excited by it, and then it didn't. That's okay. I'm good with that. Um, it wasn't groundbreaking news. We thought it was going to be groundbreaking news. It's going to be more of a blended look at inflation, which should be an incremental positive in the short and medium term. In the long term, I don't think anyone has an exact um, understanding of what we're waiting for with the Fed as far as information goes. They've said we're not going to raise rates in 2020. We're not going to raise rates until the end of 2021 at the earliest. That's interesting. In the past, the Federal Reserve has said, we're not going to raise rates during the election cycle, typically like the last three or four months until the election. In this case, they went even further to give kind of punch up the clarity. That's out there. Oil's in the news today, but is it a big story at $43.27 a barrel? Yeah. 10-year Treasury sits at 74 basis points. It's made, a, a to me, a dramatic move from the ER to life support to they're looking like they're going to come through and the, the interest rates are going to creep higher as the economy does better. But that's a little bit too soon to say that in my book. Um, but I like to err on the side of caution. I like moderation in moderation. Like, I'm pretty ridiculous in how I say this stuff, am I not? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. There was an interesting story that I got to do a little bit of work on over the weekend. It was tied towards Herbalife. Herbalife. Do you say herb or herb? I love it when people go, it's an herb. It's an herb. So Herbalife, 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 however you want to say it, they got into some stickiness. Bill Ackman might have been right. He basically called it a pyramid scheme. I'm not saying it. I'm telling you that's kind of what the news was making it out to be. I have to be very careful what I say is a scheme or a scam because I don't want to get sued today. Just deal with it. Um... So Herbalife over the weekend told us that they had to pay $123 million to resolve foreign bribery charges. Herbalife was bribing Chinese officials with the goal to boost its business in the country. Bribes aren't a good way to do business. It's a beautiful, beautiful, I love the word beautiful, beautiful. It's a beautiful lesson on how the markets work. Ackman was right. Bill Ackman said, we should short this baby all the way to zero because it's a pyramid scheme. Again, I'm putting words in his mouth. Um, and he went through it, like he made a big stink of it. And you saw other investors go, I think you're wrong. And there was Carl Icahn saying, I think Herbalife goes higher. Bill Ackman thinks it goes lower. And it was a fight of the billionaires. Long story short, Ackman lost over a billion dollars on his short on Herbalife before he moved on. He threw his arms up in disgust. He's like, it's a pyramid scheme. I'm leaving. I don't know what else to do. He lost a billion dollars, but he was right. But he was wrong on his timing. Lesson of the day, 
sometimes you can be right, but you're wrong on your timing. On Friday, we announced, we talked about Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who's going to resign in Japan. He's the longest tenured um, prime minister. He dates back to 2006. He's 52 years old. No, he he took over the uh, country at 52 years old. So you do 14 years, that puts him at 66-ish. Long story short, his health isn't good. This brings up a big question. Who Who replaces him? Success or failure starts at the top. Just deal with it. It's not a way to handle people. But success or failure starts at the top, and Japan's going to have to deal with a new prime minister and different angles on making people happy with the economy or not, tougher decisions of what do we give our seniors or don't. That's out there. NASDAQ is up 30% for the year. Wow. That's if you have under 9%. Dow Jones Industrial Average, one-third of 1%. Eh. <laughs> it's a little, little bit underwhelming when you say that, one-third of 1%. But... It's been a decent decent spring and summer now. Now we move into fall. It's August. I'm Rob Black. August is ending. September's right here. Autumn is here. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, History says Apple stock split won't be good for the shareholders. Uh, There's a quote out there that says past is a bucket of poop. Different word. And it's a famous quote. And sometimes you look at the history of stocks and you go, well, I don't know if you can do that right now. I own shares of Apple. Um, I'm not promoting in any way, shape, or form. I'm beyond um, weirded out by the moves that Apple and Tesla are making. Because typically I see it on fundamentals. Typically I see it on technicals. Typically I see it on different reasons other than it just is. Just deal with it. American Airlines said they're going to cut 19,000 workers in October. We talked about this back in March, April, when the first round of bailouts came. Um, When does demand come back? And we're at 30% of where we were last year at this time. Summer's ended. The airlines love summer because we travel during the summer. We fly during the summer. We make plans last second during the summer. We cancel our plans during the summer. Cancellations is a multi-billion dollar profit stream for airlines. Oh, yes, you can cancel, but it could be a $200 fee. And they're like, click, 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 click. I can put you on a plane tomorrow, but it could be an extra $400 on top of that fee. you're like, really? So now the airlines are looking to stop that because they really want to win us back. And it's a psychological game now. When do we get post-COVID? During COVID, we got some really good news last week on testing. We're looking at vaccinations that should be thrown out for approval in December. Um, Not in time for the November elections, I don't think. I'm not making a political comment when I say that. Um, But it's not the stimulus. It's not like we have this. We're still waiting on stimulus from the government at this point in time, and they seem to be a little bit gridlocked, although there was some talk over the weekend. Let's get something out short term. 
let's get something out a little bit smaller. I think there's some Democrats who are like, I want to get reelected. I want to tell my citizens that we've got their back covered. And I think some Republicans are like, I want to get reelected. I, I, we need to tell the citizens that we got their back covered. Even if it's a little less than a bazooka, it should help the markets. NASDAQ has recently hit an all-time high. S&P 500 has hit an all-time high. Dow has hit a yearly high. Uh, and it all is, the, it doesn't mean much. What sort of economy, economic recovery do we get going forward is a big question. And those airline cuts that are coming, I'm counting over 25,000 at this point in time, that's going to dent unemployment. And it's going to make us remember like, ooh, ooh, we get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Amazon Prime. I own shares of Amazon in indexes. I don't own it directly. Do I wish I owned it directly? Yes. Did I say that last year? Yes. Did I say the year before? Yes. Did I say the year, year, year before? Yes, 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 yes. Um, but Amazon got some interesting news today. They've received approval from the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, that they can now start operating its fleet of prime air delivery drones. Hmm. They get what are referred to as privileges to safely and efficiently deliver packages to customers. Hmm. When we've heard about drones in the past, and we've seen them, we've seen them like in the video uh, PR that Amazon releases for us. We've seen them. We've seen something that looks like, if you're in the South, and this is just me being funny, or not funny, I think people are going to shoot them down. Look, Bubba, there's a, a drone flying by. Let's get that package. How do they stop that? Half of our country is in disagreement with the other half right now. There's a right to bear arms in the United States. How are people not going to shoot down drones? And I just, I ask the question, but again, why don't people shoot delivery people? Because that doesn't make any sense. Um, so the approvals going to give Amazon broad privileges. And they're going to begin testing delivery drones. Uh, they started way back in 2013. It's like, remember when we talked about Tesla, they're going to have self-driving cars? That was way back in 2012. Well, back in 2013, Amazon was talking about delivery drones, dropping off packages at customers' doorsteps in 30 minutes or less. Um, there was a petition that they worked through the FAA and uh, Alphabet slash Google, however you want to call it. They've got a drone delivery company. They've received FAA approval for commercial deliveries. Um, the UPS won approval from the FAA to operate a fleet of drones as an airline. I don't even know what that means, but drones are coming and to me, what that means is one less job title for people down the road, not immediately. Way down the road is the expectation because this stuff never comes to fruition quickly. But drones are coming. Interesting, no? McDonald's has taken aim at their ex-CEO as morally bankrupt. Um, this is what Wall Street has. It's got sex, it's got drugs, it's got rock and roll. In this case, it's sex that... Uh, probably shouldn't have been happening at the workplace. CEO Steve Asterbrook has requested to dismiss the lawsuit against him and some pictures that ended up on McDonald's servers through his phone, he did not delete, but he deleted the phone. So he, it looks suspicious. I don't know. So they're fighting this out in the media. Never a good place to do it. But the company has sued C.V. Asterbrook to recoup his severance package, saying that it's discovered more data on him with additional women while at McDonald's. Bop, 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 bop. He's loving it. No, he's not. But again, a, a success or failure starts at the top. Just deal with it. 
the Dow drops 200 points, but it's still the best August since 1984. You've got to go back to Ronald Reagan years. And you're saying, don't take me back to Ronald Reagan years in the Cold War with Russia. Mr. Putin, Mr. Gorbachev, tear that wall down. Notice I said Putin. <laughs> Bill Gates is talking about the most important thing he ever learned from Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett turned 90 over the weekend. What an interesting friendship. Two billionaires, they played bridge together. They met in 1991. And Gates has said, you know, um, make some good friends. Keep them for the rest of your life. But have them be people that you admire and like. I think that's important. You got to like the people you work with. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. We continue to experience some technical problems, but you continue to listen, and I appreciate that. Netflix has seen its DAUs. What are DAUs? Daily average user, right? They've seen their growth decelerate in August, which I, I, does it make a little bit of sense that maybe, isn't there a meme out there that says something along the lines of, I've watched everything on, on Netflix. I, I've seen the ending of Netflix. Cute, right? Uh, we do get a little tired with it. And then we say, well, maybe there's something on Peacock. No, no one's actually saying that right now. Maybe there's something on CBS Prime. No, no one's actually saying that either. Maybe we're saying there's something on Amazon Prime or Disney Plus. There's a little bit of we're a little saturated right now and we've run through a lot of content. So I'm not thinking that Netflix is dead. I think they need a pause that refreshes and they need some new content out there. Um, I'm going to get to that in just a second. They, they just made an interesting announcement. But roughly 30% down year over year, 10% down July to August, as far as you know, the downloads go. This is pretty interesting. Third quarter of 2019 saw the July releases of Money Heist, season three, and the final season of Orange is the New Black. So last year, this time, they had a lot of hit product. Um, at Christmas time, me and my boy, my boy, we watched Lost in Space. Now I'm waiting for the next one. I'm not an Orange is the New Black. I love the Money Heist. I thought that was a, such a well-done show. Um, but I'm waiting for the next one. So expectations are expect a slowdown. They've pulled forward a lot of their content. Movie theaters are now starting to reopen. Um, July had a very positive Kissing Booth 2. They're making Kissing Booth 3. They've already made it. I know nothing about that except for it's wildly popular and kind of romantic, I think. The Umbrella Academy 2, season 2, came out. What's next? That happens on Wall Street everywhere. NVIDIA. Um, you're going to tell us about a new semiconductor tomorrow, aren't you? What's next? Apple is famous for having Steve Jobs go, okay, thanks for coming to the conference, guys. But wait, there's one more thing. So Netflix gave us a little bit of that today. They've announced that they're going to make some of their original programming free for users for basically outside the wall. The paywall is inside Netflix. And now Netflix is saying you can now select Netflix original movies and TV episodes online for free without creating a Netflix account by using a computer or Android device. 
Um, Apple products are not supported. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not going to be supported. There's a big drama going on right now with the makers of Fortnite and Epic. Epic's the maker of Fortnite. There's other partners involved. Don't quote me. But there's a big drama going on of Apple wants a cut of 30% of all transactions. So Silver Surfer came out on Silver Surfer. Again, I know you're saying Silver Surfer, the comic guy. Yes. So Marvel and Epic and Fortnite got together and said, let's make a lot of money. Let's make some skins that people will buy for 10 or $20. But no go on Apple right now because it, this is interesting how it's bitter. Apple pretty much so did a nuclear option to Riot and to Fortnite. Uh, Epic and Fortnite. Um, I, I, I'm not going to read into the, anything of Netflix saying we're going to keep Apple out of this free Netflix original documentaries, movies, and TV shows planned. Uh, will it be commercially supported? A lot of people want Netflix to do that. Um, I saw one of the TV shows that was originally only on Amazon Prime came to Netflix over the weekend. And I'm like, that's a weird partnership. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, but why not? When the material is old and we're waiting for new stuff, perhaps Netflix is saying, we'll give you that season one of Umbrella Academy or season two of Umbrella Academy. We'll get you addicted. Maybe you'll want to sign up for season three. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea to show people the quality that they have. Hopefully they execute it correctly. Chipotle Mexican Grill, fifth consecutive day of hitting a fresh record. So it's not just Apple and Tesla that continue to rock higher. It's a lot. Royal Caribbean has cracked through its 200-day moving average. Now, the 200-day moving average to me is not useless, but it can be used in a useless kind of way. It's showing me that the long-term investors are slowly believing in it. 200 days is kind of long-term in my mind. 10 days is kind of the short-term in my mind. Now, again, that doesn't apply to everything. When I say I want to own a stock for long-term, maybe that does apply. I want to own it over 200 days. And I say I want to own a stock short-term, I'm renting it. Maybe that does apply to 10 days. But I'm also going to have to flesh that out ever so slightly. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. AMC Entertainment Target has been raised to $7 from $4. This plays into the media story that we're talking about right here, right? We're starting to see movies released in movie theaters. The numbers aren't great. I don't think anyone's expecting great numbers. Um, but So Netflix is going a little bit like, eh, we need to stimulate right now. We need to keep the momentum going. And movie theaters are like, yeah, we need to open. So it's kind of like the, the hands of justice, right? One's moving up, one's moving slightly sideways or down. Anyhow, I'm digressing. Prime Minister Justin Thoreau. Trudeau, Trudeau, not Thoreau. Wow, I went literature on you, didn't I? Trudeau out of Canada has confirmed an agreement with Johnson & Johnson and Novavax to supply millions of doses of experimental COVID-19 vaccines. It feels like we're getting closer. Um, those agreements that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau just announced also have agreements to with Pfizer and Moderna. So countries are, are getting their COVID vaccine task force up and going. You should have a plan right now called post-pandemic investing. Does it differ greatly from pre-pandemic investing? I don't know. I don't know you. But the stories are lining up that you should have a plan. 
AT&T has a plan for DirecTV. They don't know what to do with it. It's always been a weird relationship. Um, Dish Networks is in the background saying, we'll buy it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll do satellite. There's Someone's got to do this. AT&T is reportedly shopping 50% of DirecTV. In 2015, AT&T made a huge bet by acquiring DirecTV. They spent almost $50 billion. Now, that bet is haunting AT&T because they are a company that is fairly debt-ridden. I've owned AT&T for the dividend, but because they're debt, they can't really grow. Um, Because they're not Netflix, they're not Roku, they're not Disney, they're not Hulu. Um, And those companies have cut deep into the likes of a DirecTV. The losses are huge. In the last two years, DirecTV has lost 7 million U.S. connections. I don't know what the word is to say there. If AT&T can't sell it to maybe a Dish Networks, someone like an Apollo Global uh, Management Company, a private equity might be interested in them. There is very little resistance. Uh, These private asset companies can say, "I, I got billions of dollars, I'm willing to spend it. T-Mobile's purchase of Sprint last October. Um, The telecommunications sector is getting consolidated, and you're starting to see which way companies are betting on content. So Verizon, are they as good as T-Mobile? Probably for the short term. Uh, Will T-Mobile slash prices? Is it inevitable? Um, With DirecTV, can they survive on their own versus Dish Networks surviving on their own? They probably could use each other. System consolidation is coming. Bill de Blasio out of New York has said he's going to postpone 22,000 government layoffs. Notifications are expected in October. Now, the United States airline industry has said, we need more bailout to the tune of another 25 billion, even if you 50 billion. And when you gave that to us, you said, don't fire anyone until October. Well, October's coming up, and if you don't give us another 25 billion, people are going to be fired. So that looms, I think, is potentially bad news. Airlines are at 30% of the capacity, and today I saw kind of a, a we're pathetic commentary out of the airlines. And when I say we're pathetic, I'm not really painting that. Um, I'm not really on air right now talking about airlines. I'll be off in just a couple minutes. But the airlines are hovering around 30% of last year's levels. Airlines brought in about $2.8 billion in change fees last year. And now they're saying, we're going to wipe that out. Because like, I'm thinking about, okay, COVID vaccine, December time frame, Justin Trudeau's and Donald Trump's in, I'm going to be able to fly in March. Now, my sugar bugger, my wife, myself, says, should I book a flight? Should we get away to Hawaii or Paris? Should we, should we run Mexico? I'm like, yeah, but they, they, she's like, is it safe to do an airline feed? I'm like, uh, they've been kind of okay with changing, and today they're like, we will exchange. Interesting. So I'm more likely to send money their way on that bet of the economy opening back up. August is winding down. It's been one of the most successful months ever since 1984. Um, back to school was okay successful in the sense that we bought a lot of tech gear, but not necessarily a lot of fall merchandise for clothing which is interesting commentary, but not. Bad news for the economy right now is unemployment is still high. We need more stimulus from Congress. 
it seems to be stalled. We have Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, which I think it's fair to say that we looked at Thanksgiving and Christmas as potentially negative about a month ago, but the news on COVID testing and COVID vaccines kind of has us a little bit more optimistic. Tesla and Apple split their stocks. Interesting to know. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Still some minor technical difficulties getting us on air today. We will sort it out. Be patient. The good news is the market's at all-time highs, and I don't think there's a big stress on financial news right now. The news is wild that is out there, though. Apple stock split. Tesla stock split. These are companies that have had amazing years. How amazing? I'll tell you. Um, Apple Splinter stock four for one, Tesla's five for one. So again, it's the same company, same size. You ordered a 16 inch pizza, it's a 16 inch pizza, um, or it's a $2 trillion pizza, and they're just slicing it up differently so you get shares a little bit cheaper. But same company, they still need to earn their money, they still need to rock their product, and I think it's, it's fair to say that they kind of have. Apple is riding a huge surge in demand as they're getting ready to launch 5G phones and new products this September. You could say this fall. I'm going to say this September. Look at the month. It's the end of August. It's the end of August as we know it. Um, What a great month, but I digress. Apple has been betting on Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, Apple Watches, and other services that they plan to package together and, and kind of get us to be subscribers. So Apple is going to see a a raft. Is that a fair phrase to use? A raft of new investors, a slew of new investors. Um, Perfectly time for some excitement towards 5G. I'm a little bit cynical when I say perfectly timed, aren't I? Tesla is doing a five for one stock split, which is just mind boggling. Uh, Not that they're doing a stock split, because again, it's the same company. But the spring and summer that they've had, and is it fair to call it the COVID spring and the COVID summer? And maybe the COVID winter was our, our March that we really kind of like shut down. Over the summer, Tesla has eclipsed Toyota to become the largest auto company in the world. That is unbelievable. Companies like Tesla don't have, well, no, Tesla doesn't have a lot of earnings. And somehow they've passed Toyota. And you think of Toyota and you're like, every single city has a Toyota dealership. Um, How good has Tesla been this year? It's up 430% year to date. And analysts are rushing to re-rate the stock just like they're rushing to re-rate Apple. Money is pouring into the electric vehicle space. Tesla's competitor, Neo, has seen gains of about 380% year to date. And if a company comes public right now, like a Nikola, Nikola, it's interesting that Nikola Tesla was a man, and one company is called Tesla, and the other call is called Nikola. For some reason, I think Nikola, I think Ricola, Ricola. So Tesla and Apple started their split. Markets are rallying again after hitting record highs after the bear market. 
Now, do I expect that headline every day? No, 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 no. In fact, I like it when the markets are slightly down or sideways or when we see a shift from big tech, mega cap to anything else. So today I saw the S&P 500 open a little bit lower. The Dow opened a little bit lower. Keep in mind, the Dow and the Russell had great weeks last week while the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 went eh, sideways. NASDAQ's up 72 points today. You know what's higher? Apple. You know what else is higher? Tesla. Tesla's up 31 bucks today. It's up 7%. If you do that pre-split, that's 150 points for Tesla. With Apple pre-split, that's another 16 points. The big get bigger. So I'm not really liking the market action with the big get bigger because we kind of knew the big were getting bigger. So anyway, those are huge winner winner chicken dinners today. And the market's dealing. Just deal with it. <laughs> I love that phrase. Just deal with it. I was told that recently. And that's not how you do business um, in the post-COVID world. Elsewhere, as far as dealing with it, how's this for sweet? Me and my sugar booger have started talking about traveling together. Um, sugar booger is my mother's southern term for a loved one. I don't know why. It just is. But the airlines have some interesting news today. And uh, again, let's, let's frame this intelligently. Airlines have had a bad spring and summer. Unlike Apple and Tesla, it hasn't been great. They've taken $50 billion in grants and loans from the United States government with the idea of don't cut jobs until the fall. Oh, the fall has come. It's August. End of August, September. Whoa. Job cuts are coming. September and October, not going to be good to be a pilot. Travel demand, uh, travel demand has not recovered to pre-pandemic levels. So we're dealing with post-pandemic scenarios of hard economic realities. Slightly good news. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I get to slightly good news, is America's cutting 19,000 workers. Delta's cutting 2,000 workers, pilots. United's cutting 2,800 pilots. So you do the math there. That's a lot of unemployed pilots and workers in the airline industry. So it's no V-shaped recovery there. And yet we see a V-shaped recovery in Apple and Tesla. Stock. Have we seen it in Tesla's um, deliveries? I'm not going to knock Tesla, but they're not that good. And Apple, we have pulled a lot of technology forward. With back to school, I spent more on Apple this year than I've spent in the last three years combined. Um, or Dell, or you name the tech company, but it's clearly being pulled forward on some level. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Oh, the good news in the airlines, if there is good news to be had, is that American Airlines said, we're going to not charge you for ticket fee changes. United Airlines said that, and everyone else is supposed to fall in blind. Now, the airlines made $2.8 billion in ticket changes and cancellation fees last year. So you do the math there. It's good for the consumer here. It's bad for the airlines. But that's how they're going to try to win us back. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. 